Hello, welcome to the Alone Show. I'm your host, John Alone. In this episode, don't have any regulars because reasons, I guess. As for our guests, one is from New Jersey. He is a writer and consultant. And the second guest is from Missouri, Currieland, Florida, and he has written a book. What book that might be? Well, you're about to find out. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Frank Giamanco and Brian Elman. Hello. Hello. Hello, lads. So, how's life for the both of you? Um, Brian, you want to go first? How's life? Well, pretty good. Tallahassee, a beautiful day. We finally got some cool temperatures. Oh, you're up in Tallahassee. Um, yes, Tallahassee. Been here since 2012. Actually, uh, no, excuse me. Yeah, 2012. Are you involved with government? No, I'm retired. I'm a retired computer science professor. Oh, wow. I retired, How's your life, Frank? I retired Frank. early in 2012. Well, good for you. That's terrific. I'm, I'm sorry, uh, John. What, what did you ask? I was asking you, Frank, how's your life going? How is my life going? It's, it's good. It's good. Um, you know, I, I uh, published uh, my first novel in December. It's called Lord of the Wood. Uh, it's effectively about Bigfoot, um, and uh, I, it's been getting some traction and, uh, you know, picking up some good reviews, um, and uh, I've, I also write business books. Uh, I'm writing a memoir right now for one of the luminaries of the industry I used to cover when I was in business-to-business publishing. All right. Very good. And... Uh... Have you lads been up too much recently? Uh, I'm up to 5'7". Oh, cool. What Um, about you, Brian? Hello, are you there, Brian? He was. And now he isn't. No, he'll join back. Well, it it says he's he's still connected, so... Yeah, I think think something's wrong with his mic or something. He can hear us, but... Yeah, he can't hear us. So, uh, well, Brian gets back on. Yeah. So what inspired you to become a writer and or consultant? Well, uh, basically, I've worked my my entire career in the publishing industry, uh, principally publishing, you know, in the business to business market sector. And more specifically, for people in the, excuse me, the vision care fields. And uh, I started a business in 2000 uh, to publish in that industry. And we did very, very well. We sold the business in 2017. And at that point then I sort of opened another chapter and uh, became not only a writer, but a consultant to a lot of the companies that I had been calling on for advertising and such uh, for many years. So that's, uh, that's, that's the background. But I mean, uh, since I was a kid in elementary school, um, I've always kind of fancied myself a writer. Uh, during uh, a Thanksgiving uh, uh, holiday period, uh, when I was in elementary school, the teacher asked us all to write an essay about Thanksgiving. I wrote a story instead about a talking turkey, and she was so impressed with it, she made me read it to the the class, 
And then she uh, held me back, uh, you know, as, as class adjourned and said, you really have to consider becoming a writer. And so there, there we are. Um, so writing has always been a, a function of my, my skill set, so to speak, um, and, uh, and publishing. Oh, fantastic. Where do you see yourself 20 years from now? Oh, you think? Um, 20 years from now? Um, yeah. Maybe dead. Um, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm kind of joking. But, uh, you know, 20 years from now, I'll be uh, a little on the oldish side. So, um, yeah, I, I, don't know, I don't know where I'll be, to be honest with you. Okay, I can see that. All right. If Are you, you going to ask me again where I want to live? Um, did I ask the question where you want to live? You asked me the last time we spoke. Oh, yes. If you could live anywhere in the world, where, where would it be? And I think I said to you, Hawaii. Uh, and that was uh, before our, our, um, our brief uh, exchange was, was kind of compromised. Yes, but, until uh, the incident happened. The incident, yes. But uh, yeah, no, I, I uh, love Hawaii, and uh, I don't know. I, I think uh, I'd, I'd want to live there as much as, as anywhere else, you know, with with its great weather and um, you know all kinds of stuff. Of course, now that uh, you know they've had had that. Uh, Calamity in, in Maui, uh, it's, uh, I guess, a little bit more challenging. Ah, okay. If someone wrote a book about you, yes. what do you think its title would be? What would its title be? That's a good question. Um, how about just thanks for the eggs? Ah, sounds good. And do you want me to explain that to you? Yeah, I'd actually like to hear the sure. black story behind that. When I when I was a, a small kid, um, I was maybe well, yeah, about five years old, and I was, uh, you know, going to regular catechism and uh, trying to uh, live life as a good Catholic. And uh, you know, every time we'd have breakfast as a family, uh, I would, um, you know, engage my parents and my daughter, my daughter, my sister, in um, in going along with the prayer and. Some of my prayers tended to be a little long-winded, uh, which people say that I often am. But um, in any event, uh, my sister got very, my sister is, uh, was three at the time. She got very frustrated because she wanted to eat. And she said, oh, just thanks for the eggs. And so that's, uh, you know, that's come to be a kind of a, a catchphrase with us and my family. And uh, I don't know what else to say about it. Okay. I like it. Nah. What items do you carry with you every day? Um, let's see. Um, my wallet, my car keys, um, my cigar cutter, and oh, and of course my phone. Ah, all right then. Sounds like something I would carry myself. Yeah. What? Do you smoke cigars? Oh no. Not that, just everything else. Ah, okay. All if right, you so... could create... Go ahead. I'm sorry. It's all right. If you could create your own job, job title, 
what would it be? If I could create my own job title? Mm-hmm. Um, boy, I've, I've had job interviews easier than this. Um, what would my title be? Um, how, how about simply thinker and writer? Hmm. Sounds good. Yeah. Oh, Byron's, uh, Brian's. Back. Hello, Brian. Uh, we must have got disconnected. Uh, yeah. So, so I, unfortunate. I left, I left the recording and, and, uh, reconnected. I, I don't know if you want to continue. Sure. Don't worry. This, this the episode is still going on. So, uh, while you're here, Brian, we, we want to know what, what kind of author are you? What books have you written so far? Well, actually, the first book I wrote was back in 2009. It was a, essentially a computer science book that was uh, published by Springer. Oh, sure. And I can give you the name of it. I don't know how much sense it will make. Object Relationship Notation for Database Applications, Enhancing the Modeling and Implementation of Associations. Well, gee, As I it, said, at, least, at least the title is brief. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, a per, only a person in database management systems and computer science would understand the title. Fair enough. And what have you just recently written, uh, Brian? I gave the title earlier. It's A Natural Afterlife Discovered, The Newfound oh, right. Psychological Reality That Awaits Us at Death. Okay. And, and uh, how did you research that? I researched it by readings about psychology, cognitive science, consciousness, uh, near-death experiences, uh -huh. and I did this all in the last 10 years or so. Oh, wow. As I, wow. As I said before, I kind of, when I retired from being a computer science professor, I kind of gave up computer science. Yeah. Yeah, impressive. Ten years of research. That's that's, that's a, that that is quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, did, 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 Brian, did we lose you again? I think we did. I think we did. Uh, he'll he'll be back if he got okay. he got on the second time. He'll certainly they, be back. They, but... they always come back. But uh... yeah, of course, they always come back. Right. Yeah. So and we uh... always we always catch him up anyway at some point. Sure. Um, what else do you want to ask me? Um, what kind of breakfast cereal I like, or actually, there's something similar. If when you have cereal, do you put the cereal then the milk, or first the milk then the cereal? Oh, the cereal first. Yeah, of course, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't even know why you asked that question. It's a uh, you know, it's a given. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta have the cereal <laughs> in the bowl. Jeez. Exactly. It's so simple. You put right. the cereal in, then the milk, because if you put the milk in and then the cereal, the, the milk takes a lot of the space on the bowl. Right. Yeah, it just makes sense. You put the liquid first, and then yeah. whatever solids next, because at least the solids can submerge with the liquid, in this right. case, the milk. Yes. Common sense, I'd say. Couldn't agree more. Absolutely. So. See, so, yeah. uh. What? Are you back, Brian? No, so. not unless you can hear me. Yes. Oh, yes, he's back. Yes, let's go. Right. <laughs> right. 
I did absolutely nothing. I just waited. Oh, fantastic. We thought you were taking a bathroom break or something. No. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Ah, oh, okay, good. What a relief. I put my cereal in the bowl in the bowl first too. Everybody does. I've never I've never heard anyone pour milk into a bowl and then put cereal on top. Yeah, right. it's uh, so weird. But uh, hey, it is what it is. There's yep. always got to be some people that are out of the box. Our contrarians, yes. So, if you guys hosted your own talk show, who would you invite on as your first guest? Oh, that's a, that's a good question. Um, let's see. Uh, all, all the writers that I, I admire are dead, so I couldn't go that way. Um, I, I might invite uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez because she's very smart and really cute. Fair enough. I, I can see the I can see the drift, kind of. Yeah. What about you, Brian? If you're still able to hear us, Is I don't think we can. Uh, um, yeah, I, we can't hear him, but he'll be back eventually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I that's mean, true. Yeah. So, uh. So have you? Go ahead. I'm sorry. It's all right. Have you ever heard of a drink called banana friche? No, I have not. I get that a lot. Fair enough. Yeah. Is is that a, a drink you particularly like? It's not a drink that even exists yet. It's something that came oh. up in my head. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It's it's like a milkshake slash smoothie. Merge together to Without give you all. all t- yeah, yeah. I never thought about it that way, but yeah, yeah. possibly alcohol if it's an option. Mm-hmm. You know, just as an aside, um, one of the last times I was in the UK, I guess it was around 2015, 2016, and they were in the middle of playing um, uh, rugby finals, I think, and. So I'm at a, at a, a pub, I was eating, and um, I'm sitting next to a, a guy, British, and, you know, I'm looking at the, the, the game, and uh, I'm trying to figure out how the game is played, and I'm asking him all kinds of questions. Finally, he got so frustrated with me, he took his beer, got up, and walked away. Oh, that's unusual. Well, you know. I guess he, uh, his patience was tried. Yeah, we've all been there. Yep. Some have it better than others. Otherwise, no, they just lost it. Yeah. They lost the plot. You lost the plot? Yeah, they, they just lost the plot. They're out of their minds, kind of. Oh, 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 oh. oh. Yeah, well, no, the, I mean, the guy just got frustrated. He said, why am I talking to this American about a sport he's never seen before? Um, and I suppose that's true. Yeah. You know, I mean, if if I were sitting at a bar and somebody you know, from Great Britain was watching a baseball game with me and asked me to explain it, I think I might get frustrated too. Yeah, fair enough. So, do you, do you want to talk more about my book? Yeah, that'd be great. So, okay. What, so in your recent book, what are the what is it you've written about exactly? Well, basically, it's a fiction book, 
And it's about really two groups of people. One group is from New York and the other group is from Eugene, Oregon. And the Oregonians are actually a, uh, a uh, broadcasting crew and they're being led uh, into the Cascade Mountains by a cryptozoologist because they want to make a documentary about Bigfoot. The other group, the New Yorkers, um, you know, they're just like a small coterie of, of friends and ex-wives and stuff like that. And uh, they go with the behest of the protagonist to look for Bigfoot because he actually saw Bigfoot when he was he had been prior in Eugene. And uh, so the two groups never really cross paths. But, you know, essentially Bigfoot play, plays them both for dummies and pulls a lot of pranks on them and um, so on and so forth. And eventually, um, you know, the, the final section of the book is really just dedicated to, to Bigfoot, you know, where, wherein he speaks, he reads supermarket tabloids, he uh, drinks beer, and he smokes cigars. Huh. Okay. Sounds like a good book. Yeah, I, I, gee, I oh, yeah. And uh, have you have you been to any book signings or any events in relation to your book at any point? Uh, yeah, minor, minor ones. Um, you know, uh, I think we're working on doing a book signing uh, here on my home turf. Uh, I know that Lindsay was, uh, you know, keen on doing that. Oh, so. Okay. If you could change one plot line to a piece of fiction, any fiction, what would it be? A plot line? Yeah, if you could change the plot to any movies, books, shows, or whatever whatever entertainment there is, oh. what would it be? Well, you know, I'm, I'm uh, always a little charged up about the paranormal and supernatural, and um, so I would tend to, th well, as, as I did to some degree with um, Lord of the Wood, I would tend to think that, um, you know, the plots that I would uh, craft would be along those lines. And in fact, I am in the middle of, of uh, doing another fiction book using one of the key characters from the first book, uh, having nothing to do with Bigfoot now and relocating her from Eugene, Oregon to uh, New York City where she becomes a podcaster. And uh, I guess that's all That's all I can tell you right now. Okay. It's an interesting cliffhanger, because what's yet to come next will surely shock you. I hope. Yeah. Shock and awe. Exactly. Would you rather not be able to open closed doors or not be able to close open doors? Huh? What What would I want to do more? Open doors or close them? So the question was, would you rather not be able to open closed doors or not be able to close open doors? Oh, um, open closed doors. Okay. I, I, I'm a, a little, I mean, for example, my, my wife has a tendency to open cabinet doors and leave them open. And I go around the kitchen shutting them all. So, um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a little door happy in that way. 
Fair enough. I can, I can understand that and respect it. Okay. Anything else? Yes, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Thinking. Oh yes. What's your favorite season? My favorite season? Oh my gosh, it's uh, summer. Oh yes. Yeah. I mean, our our summer went so quickly, and we had a lot of rain. But um, you know, it was just such a respite from especially here in the Northeast, which is not unlike where you are. Um, you know, the cold winters and, and the snow, I just, you know, I find it kind of intolerable at this point. But uh, where do you go? Yeah. I'm not going to Florida. Yeah, me too. Yeah, no, I know. I know. If your mind was an island, what would it look like? If my what? If your mind was an island... What would it look like? I guess it would look like an eyelid. I mean, I'm not. I'm not entirely sure what you, where you were going with that one. Um, if my mind were an eyelid, it, well, hopefully it'd be open. Yeah, seems about right. Yeah. What's your favorite holiday tradition? My favorite holiday tradition. Well, I mean, for many, many, many years, we would have a, a small, intimate Christmas party. Um, and uh, I always enjoyed that. And uh, I enjoy, you know, uh, barbecue and cooking on the grill. And I would always uh, get like a beef tenderloin or something like that. And, um, you know, uh, just create a very festive atmosphere. Ah. I can see that. Sounds pretty good. Yeah. Fantastic. Ain't bad. So, any, anything else? Yes. Have you ever imagined a world that is a complete massive garden? A, a world that is a complete massive garden? Yeah, a big massive garden in the entire globe is just a garden ah. everywhere you go. Um, well, uh, I, I guess the, the scope of my imagination uh, doesn't stretch quite that far, but in, in, the, um, in my book about Bigfoot, uh, he actually does reside in, in an area that's very garden-like. Yeah, I can see that. Lots of vegetation and trees and plants everywhere. Right, yeah. yeah. Well, he's also, and he's got a daughter, by the way. Um, in oh. my book. Okay, that's interesting. What is the best way to start the morning? Um, sleep until the afternoon. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I, I guess that's really not fair. I mean, you know, I, I get up, I, I always read the, the New York Times and, uh, you know, concoct some, some sort of a a breakfast, and uh, then go about my day. And, you know, I have uh, this small office uh, at the top level of my home. And, uh, you know, again, I close the door and I try to work. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Who was the last person you talked to? The last person I talked to? Mm -hmm. um, I was on the phone with a former colleague about... Oh, I don't know, about an hour ago. Oh, okay. That's cool. 
how did you spend your last birthday? That's a good one. Um, you know something? I, I honestly, I can't remember. I'm sure, I'm sure my family took me out. Yeah. And uh, I'm on the verge of a, of a milestone birthday in March of 2024. I will be, ugh, 70 years old. Oh, my. Yeah, I know. That's, that is quite a milestone. Yeah, yeah. I bet you you're much younger than me. Yeah, definitely much younger. <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah, it's a, it's a little it's it's a little daunting, but uh, when, That's you know, life. What's your alternative? So I'm sorry. Say again now. It's life. Yeah, yeah, you know, I know. Well aware. What was the longest trip you've been on? The longest trip I've been on. Well, uh, let's see. Uh, uh, 12, 13 years ago, we went to Alaska. And to get to Alaska, you had to fly into Dallas. And from Dallas, you flew into Vancouver. And from Vancouver, you flew into Fairbanks, Alaska. And uh, that was a, a pretty exhausting day. Wow. That's mad. Yeah. The longest trip I've been on was like over 11 hours visiting my family from Brazil, getting from Manchester Airport. Oh, right. Yeah. It's a massive stretch over the pond. I'm sorry, say it again. A massive stretch over the pond. Yeah. What? What is... What happens in movies? No, wait, that's not right. Okay. Okay, I got one. Yeah. Which recent news story have you found most interesting? Uh, depends on how you define interesting. Um, I mean, here, and I'm sure in the UK as well, uh, you know, most of the news is, is really about what's going on in Israel. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting. Um, it's frightening. Yeah, it's so sad. Yeah. I also happen, happen to be, um, you know, this is going to sound weird, but I, I can sometimes be obsessed with Donald Trump. And so anything that comes out on him, I read, I devour it. I dislike the man thoroughly, but that doesn't seem to matter. It's, it's like seeing a train wreck. So. Yeah, I can understand that. Yep. You, you never know where reality hits you like a train. Bash. Uh, yeah. Yeah, right. And we've we've had a, a nice big dose of reality over here um, in the four years that uh, Trump was president. So yeah, and who knows what happens in the next four, eight, twelve more years? Wow, geez, that's uh, who who knows? Who can yeah. say? Exactly, who could say? We had to wait and find out. Uh, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> usually, in, unless you're psychic, yeah, that's usually how it works. Yes, absolutely. And that is all we have for this episode. It was great having you on here, Frank. Oh, thank Talking you. About... Thank you. And, just, and also, just one other on. point, okay? If people are interested in my book, Lord of the Wood, it's available on Amazon as a, a Kindle download, uh, as well as a, a paperback and a hardbound copy. 
and uh, we're soon going to be doing an audiobook version. Oh, very nice, very nice. Thank you. And, and also, thanks to Brian Elman for joining for whatever time he was on here, right. talking about his work and his experiences and so on. It's been great. Right. Yeah, I was I was actually interested in hearing about his book on the afterlife, but uh, you know, I guess he uh, he couldn't stay on. Yeah, technology gets the best of us every day. Indeed. Okay, and sir. Yes. I will uh, say thank you and farewell, and I, w I yes. wish you good tidings. And with all that being said, until next time, stay tuned for more.